step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Today, our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, Southern Senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the country. Yeah, what up, baby? We back. True Colors Podcast. What's up? Ooh, we. Kyle, you with me? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's up? Oh, yeah, ain't nothing, man. Feel like we've been gone for a minute, but now we back. Shout out to Seti J, Dust Spot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long, I feel like it's been a long time coming, man. What's been good with you, bro? Man, you know, chilling, man, out here living in this crazy world, trying to make it. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, what you been watching, man? I've been watching that, uh, that Get Down on Netflix, that old hip-hop show like that. Yeah, I checked that out, man. I, I ended up binge watching that whole damn series, man. I like that. I'm ready for the second season. Yeah, I'd rather listen to that than these new rappers. These dudes here. Yeah, ogre. Ogre in there is fine than a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, yeah, I told you. Right, you. Keep watching. She'll grow on you. Yeah, but that's a hot show, man. It's called to Get Down on Netflix, man. Whenever you get a chance, check that out, man. That's a hot show. But uh, these these new dudes, man, like they ain't got no like what's what's going on with these rap dudes nowadays, man? With these dresses and carrying on. Like I was watching, I was watching our old episodes of the cartoon series, The Boondocks, and I was watching an episode about they had a character on there called Gangsta Licious, and he a hot rapper, but he started wearing like he was wearing girl clothes and had the kids wearing girl clothes, and I'm like, damn. That's what's happening right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that shit was predicting the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the... It don't went crazy, man. Like, nowadays, man, these dudes don't even have nothing to say no more most of the time, man. Like, I don't even listen. I don't even listen to rap like that no more, man. I don't even plan on going back to that either. That's because they're killing it. I mean, and then it's like the rappers that can actually rap. Or letting it die. Like, they not saying nothing. Like, they letting these dudes make it. Like, these dudes running around here getting perms and wearing women's clothes and talking about nonsense and expressing they, they lack of interest. They don't care about where hip-hop came from. It's like, listen, I know hip-hop is a young man's game. And these kids are young now. And a lot of these rappers were born after Tupac and Biggie even died. So that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? We're not expecting you to go up on that. But if you're going to be a serious rapper, then 
I advise you to learn your history because without your history, without knowing your history, you're not going to know where you're going. That's in music, sports, anything you do in life, you have to know your history because otherwise you're not going to, you're not going to be able to to fully understand what you're doing and you're not going to understand what you represent. You know what I'm saying? If these kids would just take the time out to listen to some of the, the classics, then maybe they would get a feel for it. And, and it I'm pretty sure it have a significant impact on their music. That's just my suggestion, you know. Maybe they'd be like, well, I don't want to rap like this no more. I want to, you know what I'm saying, they might be inspired. Even though you can't help the era that you grew up in, you can still appreciate the history of what you represent if you go take it seriously and make money off of it. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is more than just about cashing out. You know, I mean, in my opinion. The way, I, the way I look at it now, man, like on the real is like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said this before. I don't know if I said it on the show, but I know I've told you this before. Like, I mean, you got to look at the type of people that they're putting on the front screen of rap now and you know these are people that are or just as far as being you know human beings they're just not good people so you know we we looking for them to do stuff that's never been in their nature you know what i'm saying and i mean people they they don't seem to understand the impact that hip-hop or rap or whatever you want to call it like the type of the type of impact they have on the youth and just our culture overall you know, and and a lot of the shit that's getting played now, man. I mean, it's just it's 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 one of the biggest detriments to our community right now, man. And I mean, you know, you can listen to it here and there when you're riding around, maybe you just you know feeling feeling a certain way. But you know, as long as you know these dudes full of shit, they're gonna always be full of shit, and there ain't nobody you would want your your kid to be like, you know, I got a son, man. I wouldn't want my son to be like most of them dudes, whether he a millionaire or not. I'm just talking about it as a person. Like I, I don't, I don't want my son to be affiliated with, with going back to jail, back and forth, bragging about catching a case, doing this and that. Like all that's ignorant, man. Yeah, and then that's true too. It's the people, but then it's like these. Part of it is not knowing your history. Part of it is just the people that they get, but who is they? It's the record labels. You know what I'm saying? These record labels have the resources and the connections to put these people out on first stream, like with these magazines and these videos. Like they're the ones that are backing these type of people. They're picking these type of people for a reason. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of serious artists that's dope because we play them on our show. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of serious artists that's dope and they got something to talk about that's out there right now. They can't get a deal to save their life because they don't dress a certain way. They refuse to compromise. They don't. They can't be molded into a puppet like these dudes are. So the record labels are not gonna sign them. They signing these kids who are not gonna read the contract fully. You know what I'm saying? They just see the numbers. They gonna take the numbers and and make a fool of themselves in the end and thinking they winning. Cause they're getting some money that's gonna be gone in a couple of years anyway, or less. You know what I mean? That's, like that's true. I mean, they the one that's, that's putting them out there, but at the same time, we all know, we all know what you know. They about they about making money. You know what I'm saying? And if we didn't support that type of shit as a community, 
then they would be forced to either go bankrupt, which you know they're not going to do, and lose all their money, or they would be forced to find another person to invest in. It's just we soaking yeah. all that up, man. And, I mean, that's that's on us. Now, it's it's on the kids. I mean, it's on the kids. Like, if you if you got teenagers, like, we don't have teenagers yet, so we can stop our kids from listening to that stuff for their babies. But if you got teenagers and they going to school and stuff, you can't stop them from listening to that stuff. Kids are way more influential than us. But, however, when we were 19 and 17 years old in high school, we're not that old yet. I remember. Like, we still knew. Like, you knew when you were 16 and 17, you knew that hip-hop came from from New York and born on the streets of, you know, you know people used to break dance and stuff. Like, you were aware of the history of hip-hop, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though, of course, we didn't listen to it or didn't embrace it like we did, I, I, um, what was hot when we were kids, we were still aware of the history. Like, you still knew Tupac. You still, well, we was around. We got to see most of, I mean, some of Tupac towards the end. But I'm talking about like the grant, like the stuff that was di- that was gone before we were even born. Type hip hop, like the Sugar Hill Gang. Like I knew. Who the Sugar Hill Gang was like? I knew who Grandmaster Flash was. I knew who I knew. We knew about LL Cool J and Run DMC. We knew our history, you know what I'm saying? For as far as hip hop, because we were interested in it. These kids ain't even interested in the art. Like they're not interested in. Let me see. They're not interested in Tupac. They're not interested in Biggie. They're not interested in in LL Cool J or even the old in 2003. Get rich without trying. Even they're not even interested in that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the problem. The point I'm making is the fact that that you know, like you said, kids are very influential, and I know that you know that. When I was a a young kid, I was very influential on a lot of the music too. But what I'm saying is, when you are adult and you do have a teenager, now you can't shield them from everything what's going on. But you, it's it's it should be one of your priorities. To put it, to instill it in them That look man, these dudes full of shit If you want to listen to it To just, you know, chill out and vibe with your friends That's cool But as far as wanting to dress like these guys Or live your life like these guys Or, or you know, thinking they some type of upstanding citizen Or, you know, this is the path that you want to go down Like that's, that's, that's where we have to come in As adults And tell our kids and other kids as well Like Look, man, they doing this to get money, but this is not what you want to do. These are not the type of people you want to grow up to be like, and that's that's the part that that's missing. Like the education of the overall history, I think that that goes more into the artistry, which is what you're saying. The people that's actually making the songs. What I'm saying is for us and the accountability of it. Like it's a lot of people that's listening to what these dudes saying and. And thinking like that shit is just fact. Like these dudes are, are 100% real and all this and that. And that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the stuff that they rapping about, a lot of stuff that they always try to, you know, portray the image, they ain't doing none of that. They kids not doing none of that. If they got nieces and nephews, I can't see you. They not letting them do that. But they'll yeah. let your kids do that. So you have to stop your kid and, you know, instilling in them like, yo, Yo, that shit cool if you're going to go to a party and kick it and all this and that. But as far as, you know, thinking you got to be on the block or, you know what I'm saying, you riding around with us because you seen one of these rappers do it or think you got to carry yourself a certain way, 
that's where we gotta step in as adults and, and set it set it straight. Like, nah, that ain't that ain't what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean because when Tupac was hot, you know, he was a you know thug like this, you know, got shot up a bunch of times. You know, um I had people in my corner saying that, you know, hey, the music is dope but we not we not thugs around here. You know what I mean? Like it's not cool to be a thug. Or it's not cool to be a crack dealer, you know, like Biggie. Like that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? These kids and a part of it is because these parents ain't no ain't that much older than the kids. Hell, the parents are just as influential as the children nowadays. So I mean, that's why the music constantly gets dumbed down. Because the dumber the music, the more money it makes. It's like because the parents have to have their music dumbed down. So when they listening to it, the kids hear it. Then it's like, whoa! It's, it's like it's, it goes hand in hand, you know. And nobody's there to tell either one of them. These young parents that ain't the way. But it's, it's like it all starts with I think with the record labels because they have the most power in the end as far as who gets played and who you know who they shove in front of you. So they pick the the most manipulative kids who have least to say because they know that compared to the artists that they used to put out, they know that the intellectual level is lower. The, the, what I'm trying to say, the, the consciousness is lower. Like they're not talking about shit. So they put that out there with a catchy beat and it hypnotizes these people and they stuck. That's all they want to hear now. And it's to the point now if they try to put somebody serious in front of them, they don't want that. You know what I'm saying? They say it's boring. They're not interested. It kills the attention. It kills the attention system. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's making people stupider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you will, you know. But I mean, I, I feel uh, what you're saying. I, I just think you you looking at it. Everything that you're saying, like you know, they putting they putting the people in the position because they know they can influence kids. Like that's. You know, you can influence kids by, by several different things. We all know, they know, everybody in the world knows it's, it's, it's somewhat easy to influence kids. So, you know, for them to be able to do that, that's not, I don't think that's a big deal. The, the bigger part to me is is that we, as as adults, as the older people, got to stop letting our children and our youth idolize these people. Like, I don't care how many scholarships these people give out. How many churches they go back and give and all this and that? Like when you you want one of the main reasons of setting the trend and trying to show people how to live illegally through your music over and over and over again, and every time we see you, you got this fake facade on. Then you know that's 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 why I'm like fuck it. That's why I'm like fuck them. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I understand what you're saying, and you know. At some point in time, though, you got to be able to be like, damn, man, like this, this, they not that, they don't have that much power over us to where the parent shouldn't be able to stop or to at least, you know, instill certain values in your kid to where you can, they'll know that that's bullshit. That's, that's pretty much the whole thing for me. That's, that's true. What I'm saying is, if the parent 
Hey, but a few years I was just a kid, and that shit ain't gonna happen, bro. It, it's hard. Like, our parents were significantly older than us. You know what I'm saying? Now it's getting worse. Like, these parents want to be young just like the kids because they got pregnant so young. They never got to ha- to fully enjoy their childhood, so they stuck they stuck in the mindset of being young, so they want to hear that bullshit too. So it's like I'm blaming uh, you blaming the parents, which you which is right, because regardless of their age, they parents now and they gotta act like it. I'm with you on that, but I'm blaming the machine behind it because I think it's all a part of a systematic agenda to dumb us down and set us back even further. Just like they did back in the 80s when they pushed gangster rap heavy to fill up their private prisons. It got to be some type of agenda of what these labels are doing. I think it's deeper than, you know what I'm saying, it's just corrupting our youth. You know what I'm saying? Because youth are going to be youth. But I think there's something behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a reason why these record labels are getting these kids that they know they're going to fuck over in the end anyway. And and sit here and, and push this nonsense and put them on the cover of magazines and make them stars and and talk and, and talk bad about all oh, the hip hop. It's like it's it's a reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? That we can't see right now. It, it always is when you deal with I don't disagree with, them. with that. I don't disagree with that at all. Like I'm I'm, I'm I don't agree with that a hundred percent. That it's an agenda to dumb down, you know, all all people and you know, keep us in a certain mind frame. But you know, when you when you talk about it's the machine, we all know what that ma- what that machine responds to. That that machine responds to dollars, just like everything else they do, man. And we we just gotta we gotta start finding a way to get out of that 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 mental jail, man. I mean, like just step back and look. I mean, look at some of the shit they teach you though, and, and it's, it's just our hip hop culture right now, man. Look how they tell you to talk to our women. Look how they tell you how you should dress. You know what I'm saying? Don't snitch if you see somebody doing a crime and all this. And I mean, like we're talking about now, you know, when I was younger, I, I was I was with that. Like I thought that was how it's supposed to be. But then when you get older, then someone, you know, has to break that cycle to where you just step back and be like, yo, this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it's not how you're supposed to be living, man. So I, I, I you know, I, I just give, I give hip hop and rap, man. One of the, one of the biggest detriments to, to us right now as people, man. And you know what I'm saying? We, we got some, some more conscious type rappers to listen to that ain't calling all our women bitches and hoes and all this and that. Then you know, I, I don't really want that much to do with it. I mean, it's a few out there, a handful, but. You know, it's like they're trying to. I gotta jump in because y'all talk about some. Y'all talk about stuff about this media situation. Y'all, y'all on top of it right now. And the point you just made, you wanna know when the music about calling women bitches and stuff is gonna stop? When the women stop supporting it. The women, you know, they run around, they call each other bitches, and then they, the artists they support, spend all this VIP money to go with. Name a name, MCM every fucking week. It always be those type of news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got their shit together. They cute to them. They cute and all. It is trendy to say that. Oh, I want me a man like that. But they still going for 
for our little quad corn up the street who will meet, who uh, who call her a bitch and hoe every day. Yeah, so that goes to the parents. You know, in my opinion, you know, if you if you instilling in your daughter that don't allow no man to call you no bitch or no hoe, depending on what he got and what he buys you, then your daughter won't be attracted to all that. Your daughter is attracted to all that because you haven't instilled the right values in her to where when she see a man like that, she thinks it's okay. You know what I'm saying? If you if you help, you know, I don't have a daughter, you know, but if you instill this in your daughter, like, don't ever let a man do this, this, and this to you. You know what I'm saying? If a man's selling drugs, get away from that man. If you think a man is, is a thug that's not the man for you, then most likely your daughter will stray away from that. You know, and yeah, I, I, I got a question for y'all because y'all brought up something in – I feel like we gonna. I feel like it's gonna be some unnecessary hate going come your direction. You was y'all were talking about about people saying snitching, you know, about don't snitch and whatnot. It, you know, do you do you feel like? How do you feel about? You know, this is gonna happen. Some people gonna go. Well, they're not as black as we thought they were because they don't because they still because they don't go for not snitching and whatnot. Basically, some kind of rhetoric like that. And two. I want to add, people always want to say stop snitching, but they snitch on themselves on social media. They'll put a status about every damn thing they're doing, get on Facebook Live, Snapchat, all that shit. I, I listen, the older you get, the more you realize if you, I got a family to take care of now, as well as all of us. If you break in my house, you fuck with me, I, I'm telling. Straight up. It is what it is. Like, I have a concealed handgun like she carry. I don't want to hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? I just got to protect myself when I'm on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pray I never have to use it. I don't want it. I don't like riding with it. But, you know, I'd rather be caught with it than without it. I don't want, I'm not no thug or nothing. I know how to use it. I know what I'm doing. I never had to use it on anybody. But if I, if I see you committing a crime or doing something that I know you ain't got no business doing, it's it's actually safer for me to tell than to confront you because I don't know what you got going on or what's going through your head. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as me putting my nose deliberately in other business for no reason, like looking for something to snitch about, that's different. Like, I'm not doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going out my way to to put somebody in jail. You know, I'm not a detective or a cop. But if I see somebody, you know, mess. You know, doing something they ain't got no business doing. It's like, man, come on, man. You know, I'm gonna have to make that phone call. That's just the man in me now, the older man. Maybe when I was 18 and 17, you know, nah, I wouldn't have did it. But now, you know, it's like, come on, man. I'm pretty sure that people worked hard, just like I got. I worked hard for my stuff. And if I see somebody, if somebody see somebody breaking in my car, or my house, or doing something to me, or did something to me, yeah, I want them to make that call. Just like I would, you know what I'm saying. And the way I look so. at it, the way I look at it, you know, um, I'm a grown ass man, and um, I'm I'm raising a family just like everybody else, you know. And um, I'm I'm pretty much just like what you said. Like I ain't gonna be riding around on no damn security patrol looking for nothing. But you know, if I run across something that isn't right, then I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, for for people who can take that as, you know, some type of 
points against my blackness, then, you know, that to me, man, that is what it is. I'm trying to raise my son and continue my life and my lifestyle that I have. So, you know, for that 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 type of rhetoric, man, that, that really don't offend me, man. Like, if you're telling me the only way that I can be considered black is, you know, not snitching or being ignorant and, and all this, then, you know, that ain't for me. That ain't, that ain't the way that I'm teaching my son and ain't the type of people I hang out with. So, you know, if you if you own that type of shit, man, then, you know, to each his own. But me and my household and me as a black man and raising another black man that I want to be successful, I ain't on that shit. Yeah, man, like, I can't, you know, the older you get, the more you got to start listening to your heart. It's like your common sense outweighs everything. It's like I'm not going to sit here and fuck nobody over intentionally, but if you a threat to me or how I'm living for the stuff that we work for, then screw you. You got to go. I don't care what you call me. I know what I get called at home. So what you got to say don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm too old for that. We all, we all are. That's one of the reasons why we're doing this show. Like, we didn't, we're not trying to speak positivity 10 years ago because we're young and we trying to do other shit. But now it's like we trying our best to promote promote social consciousness and, and common sense. It's like, come on. Which, you know, we ran over on this about the music thing. We're going to get in the cap real quick. You know, Colin Kaepernick, quarterback, San Francisco 49ers, made one of the boldest moves forth since Ali, pretty much in my opinion, about refusing to stand up during the national anthem because because of the conditions of color people, people, I said, I said color people, people of color, the way minorities are treated in this country day in and day out for the past decades. So, well, centuries actually. So, my thing is, I applaud that man because he said they just now realized what he was doing the third preseason game, but when they asked him why, he didn't shy away. You know, he wasn't scared. He spoke up, and he said everything that needed to be said, and he said facts. He didn't give opinions. He wasn't ignorant about it. He didn't stutter. He didn't, you know, he stepped into it, and he owned that shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, he getting a lot of flack. And a lot of hate from, you know, the other people, you know what I'm saying, from people on the Internet mainly who can't say it in his face. But what you got on that, Cobb? Like, what's your, like, what's your output on Kaepernick? Now, do you think um, this is just a start or you think it's going to finish? Well, I think he's going to finish, you know. Um, I don't have any. I don't have any problems with what he's doing. I wish other players in the NFL would actually stand up and do it too. I mean, one thing, you know, we got to realize that, and it's just it's just being factual, is a lot of the times when African-Americans or black people took a stand on stuff, just as a majority perception in society, it was always deemed of being something negative. You know, so you, you take people like Muhammad Ali, you take people from Martin Luther King, like them people went through hell you know, just to be praised, you know, 30, 40 years after they death, Malcolm X, all of them. You know, it, it, it was never really one of those type of people who stood up on a on an issue that wasn't creating violence, that just simply spoke their mind and said things needed to change. 
and they were, you know, back in the old days, they was more than ridiculed. You know, they was beaten. They was they was kicked. They was everything. You take Muhammad Ali, you know, so rest in peace to that brother. He just he just passed not too long ago. And you see how everybody come together and say how much they love him when, when at his height. And, you know, he refused to go to the war. You know, they, they damn near ran him out the country. Yeah, so, I man. Mean, that's kind of just how I look at it, man. I mean, and, and the fact that they don't understand why we perceive that flag is kind of useless, you know, that's, that, that's another issue I don't get, man. I mean, we don't we don't look at things the way they look at it because of the situations that we've been through and our ancestors been through, you know. So mm-hmm. when we have that type of discrepancy, the first thing they do is put laws into place or make you look like, you know, you, you're the enemy because you don't agree with their perception. We don't care about, you know, we're not running around here shooting dogs or nothing like that. But as far as just, you know, being so compassionate for dogs, a majority of us are not because we've seen what they what a dog is capable of doing, you know, to our ancestors and what they did to our ancestors when people put them up against us. So, no, we don't have the same type of affection for dogs. We don't have the same type of affection for the flag because we've seen our ancestors and what they went through in this country. So, no, we're not going to just hug the flag and love the flag. We want y'all to start doing what y'all are supposed to be doing. We want to be treated fairly. We want to be treated equal. And, you know, until that until that shit happens, man, like, I, mean, I don't see why they don't get it. Yeah, man, it's like they don't get it because they didn't come from the struggles that we came from historically. You know, it's like the little things in life that separate us that we go through, they don't go through. Like, just from walking around the store, they don't have to go through that type of discrimination, whether – even though nothing is being said directly to us, like they don't have to, they don't have the same set of eyes on them as we do. They don't, their ancestors, they didn't go up in households with grandparents who tell them stories about how they couldn't take our grand grandmothers on dates because the theaters were segregated and they got kicked out. Like they didn't come up listening to these type of stories. They came up listening to other type of stories. You can just look at the evidence. The evidence is in that type of music. Like, okay, white people have more happier music. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they have less struggle in their music, even though, like, country music talks about pain and stuff too, you know what I'm saying, but not as much as historically our music culturally. You know what I'm saying? That's just some of the evidence right there. So, of course, they're not going to be able to relate to us because they haven't lived it. And they never will, you know what I'm saying? Because even if the power was in our hands, we wouldn't treat them that way. It's just not in our blood. Otherwise, our ancestors would have killed Columbus when he first came to America. So I got but a I got a question for you. It's, it's just not in us. I got a question for you because I be wondering this sometimes. Um, do you think that we as black people focus too much attention? On that, on that type of animosity. Like, do you think that that we focus too much attention on the way we look, the way you know, I guess we're treated in certain situations? Like, do you think that we we harbor too much emotion into it, and we should just move on from it? 
how can you move on? If if you constantly getting kicked systematically and systematically through the system, how can you move on? Like it's impossible. I wish we could move on. It's impossible for us to move on. You in in order to move on, we would need resources and and guidance and and in leadership that we just don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like they could give us money to move on. Like they could give us the resources and the proper education to move on. They don't do it. It's impossible for us to move on. They got us right where they want us. You know what I'm saying? Like how could you move on? Like if I say if I take everything you got if I'm whooping your ass and take everything you got and I say move on, you could be like to what? Well I'm gonna go. You know what I'm saying? All right, well here's a little bit of Here's a little bit of money. Here's a little bit of housing. Move on from that. Like, okay, you know, whatever. Cool. I'll take it. I don't have no choice but to take it. But now what? Like, if if you want to start a business, you got to go through them. If you want whatever you want to do, you got to go through them. You think they're going to help you move on? Like, moving on yeah, but that's what our I'm own saying. business. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, I I don't expect much from them anyway except for them to be somewhat detrimental to me in a, in a move that I'm trying to make. So what I'm saying is whenever I come across that bridge, when I, when you know, I know, you know, said no, that we're being treated unfairly, why is it that still, like, somewhat surprises us and shocks, shocks us to the fact to where we should just be like, you know, fuck y'all, keep it pushing, doing what we got to do to be able to accomplish our goals? Because I think sometimes, you know, I know with me, I can't speak to y'all too. But for me, you know, I end up getting so frustrated sometimes that I, I just want to, I, I try not to be around them in the situation because I already know how it's going to go. And that's ultimately to land my own personal progress instead of them. Yeah, I, I agree with that because I was in a position recently I'm not proud of where, I was I was out with my family and I almost lost my cool with and did something that I wasn't proud of because I had so much animosity and hatred built up towards the enemy that I almost you know assaulted somebody but I didn't. If my wife hadn't been there, I would probably been in jail right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's the more you learn, the more you read, and the more you learn about how this country has has held us back and how we used to be kings and queens and gods and goddesses, it just adds a heavier load on your heart. And now on top of that, you got to raise a family in all this nonsense and teach them stuff that you just now learning at such a late age, you know. So, yeah, you know, it can get the best of you sometimes. And as far as, Letting go, some stuff, I mean, I can't tell you what to pick and choose what to let go, but you can't let it control you. Like, once you start letting it control you as far as emotionally and with your actions, then you lose. Now, you shouldn't stop learning, or you you shouldn't let it go. You should learn it and use it to benefit you, not to have to harness that, that, that negative energy and make it work for you. Instead of against you, because that's that's another way how they're winning. You know what I'm saying? They're using negative energy and got us fighting each other 
or other people and dragging us down, but we have to use it as motivation. But we're going to take this to break. Who you got for uh, for the song? Then when we get back, we're going to get into the topic for the day. All right, we got a red sedaz red or something like that. Song called Serena Williams, y'all. Hey, Serena Williams. Yeah. I'ma get straight to the point With a queen like me, ain't no need to beat around the bush See people make excuses now instead of making money A lot of people feel entitled just because of looks A lot of people like to follow, never be a leader Except me though, I can never follow by the book They say people gain impressions less than 10 seconds If that's the case, then I already got some people shook One honey, I can tell you have no substance, never prove me wrong All you think about is all the best that you can screw me on The hood mentality is probably the tip that you be on Doing good because you getting money and the roof is gone Predictable, heard it all before Need to find some different shit to do And no, I would not judge you for the music that you listen to It ain't even about that really, it's about the principle Make sure you get to know me before feeling all my physical Anything I want, I go and grab Everybody talking about what they gonna do with sitting back Then they tell me that I do too much and that I'm moving fast Little do they know I spoke with God from there, I saw my path Then they see the moves I'm making, wanna fix they mouth their ass Tell me how you doing this and shades, how you doing that I tell them I work hard for every single thing I ever had And I was sorry for those saying that for shades that never last Man, it's something to me, looking for a man that wants to build But they be fronting on me, dying on me and I tell them chill They be stunting on me Find it funny You can find them creeping Never find them bummy Staying out the light I'm in the shade So I don't have to worry If it ever reaches that of 10 I got my riders for me And your drafts of text You never sent Cause you be hiding from me Keep it real And always staying true But you be lying to me Meanwhile I'm trying to see How my stars are lining Why the hell is this one Not a single And why the hell is this one Called Serena Williams Although there is no violence Got against the feeling How long before you sign Cause you can make it killing Well things I'm doing Find my crew is in the building They call it 369 And don't you dare forget it Next year around this time you ask me how I did it, but I only post results so you see how I'm living. Red shades, bitch. I Serena Williams, I like that. That was fire. Yeah, that was you straight. You spitting on that. I like that. So you rap. But yeah, I today's topic, we went a little over earlier, you know, but that's all good. Shit happened when you got a good show. Today's topic is do you or do you not have faith in a black revolution? Now, what I mean by this, when I got this topic, I wanted to get into this, is like, uh, it was inspired by Kaepernick. Now, do you think that this is going to stop or keep going? Like, do you think this could trigger something? Or do you think it is just the beast to find a way to, to extinguish this fire? You know, I hope, I hope it won't. Of course, you know what I'm saying? We need more soldiers like him on the front line. It's not afraid. But. Who knows? What you got, Kyle? All right. So, you know, um, I like this topic. 
And, you know, it's going to hurt me to say this, man, but I really don't think it could happen. And the reason why I, I, I feel the way I do is because, you know, like once again, we was talking earlier, the people that we have put in our highest places are not good people. Like they're not the type of people that have great morals to stand on. You know, a lot of these people got to where they at in our community by not having great morals. And it's not all I'm talking about, but I'm just saying a majority of it. So when you're looking for those type of people to stand up for the right thing, then I think you're going to be waiting, you know, for no reason. Okay. Now, I do have faith in a black revolution. I'll tell you why. Black people are the strongest people in the world. We've proven that. We're the strongest we're the smartest, and they're doing everything they can to change that. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. It's taking them a hundred. It's taking them what almost going on five over five hundred years to fully change us, and it still hasn't totally worked. I don't think because you still have people like us. It's a lot of people like us who feel like we do and know a lot more than we do. That that can't be that can't be corrupted. They're seeing out that third eye. Now I think it'll take a while. Unfortunately, I think it'll be later than sooner. But history will repeat itself. You know. Now I think it'll get dark, darkest before the dawn. Like I think some stuff. I think some more stuff might happen. Of course, I'm pretty sure the police will keep killing us. Um, Financially, they'll keep holding us back, but eventually, you keep pushing people over the edge, and guess what? Right there, before they before they fall over that edge, they go push back, and together we are proven to be undefeated. You know, what I'm saying that as soon as people realize this, the sooner it'll happen. Now, of course, we don't have the organization. That we need But I think that'll change too Now once we all realize Who the common enemy is Then I think it'll force us to stay together Regardless of our differences Even though we shouldn't even have that many differences Because We all have the same enemy We all came here on the same boats We all have The same We all have the same blood Our ancestors going through our veins and with that being said, as soon as people wake up and realize this and stop focusing on the monetary stuff that don't mean nothing in the end and realize that their money is not real anyway, that they just made that up just to keep for themselves anyway, to make themselves feel good, uh, get themselves false power, then it can happen. You know, that money is not I mean, real. It's not. I'm on. like It's not. Like, once that dollar collapses, I'm telling you, that's that's when I think the revolution might start, because I think the new world order, that new um, that is for the crazy white people out there. Once their dollar clashes and they have nothing to keep them from going crazy, people think it's for us. Like, no, we used to be in broke. I think it's for these people out here who don't know how to handle, who don't don't know how to handle disaster and can't survive like us. Just because we don't go fishing and hunting 
just like they do, don't mean we not ready. We can't handle a disaster. Some of us can't, but together we'll be fine. And in a black revolution, this world doesn't work without us. We built this country, and they think they don't need us no more, and they're wrong. As soon as we prove that this country is nothing without us, then we'll take back the world just like we ran it before. That's my opinion for the most part. I'm going to use this analogy for the way I look at us right now uh, in this country. So we we the line in the circus that, you know, got the trainer, and we doing all these goddamn tricks. Because, you know, if the line knew how strong that it was, it would just kill the fucking trainer. So, you know, we have an accident here and there where maybe, you know, the line might snap, kill the trainer. So what happens, they, they kill the line, and they bring in a new line. We call a new line Don Lemon. They'll pop Don Lemon up every goddamn way, and they'll continue to do tricks. So, you know, in this analogy, pretty much what I'm saying is, like, we already should know how strong we are, you know. But, yet yeah, we continue to go through all these different, you know, hoops in this society, in this system, to where we know that it's set up for us to fail. And then you have your books here and there, like we have now with Kaepernick, or like you had with the whole Dallas, the, the Dallas shooting. And, you know, they're, they're moved by that. Then they're going to continue to print whoever the hell they want in our faces. And that's just the same thing that always happens. And it's been happening over the last maybe 30, 40 years. I mean, we have our glitches here and there to where, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get close to uniting. We never do. But we never understand how strong we are. So until that happens, I, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it changing for us in this country at all. Like, you know, I wanted us to do the whole black banking thing, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, they clearly control everything. And, you know, we've been saying they a lot, so by they, what I'm meaning is Caucasians. And I'm not meaning all Caucasians because it's four Caucasians too, but it's a select few of Caucasians that has controlled this system that has built this system, and we have always been the enemy in this system. So until that type of thinking change, like it, it's it's never going to change for us. And we're too worried about these unwritten, unwritten stupid rules that we got as black people sometimes, and that just slows us down. But what I'm saying is, I feel you what you're saying, and that, that's true. But once... It's going to take the situation to get worse before it gets better to push, to make people realize that together we have to to let go a lot of the stuff that we've, we've been taught by them to start this black revolution. Like once we all stand together as far as, like once people get mad to a point where we say, fuck this shit, it's a wrap. Like that event hasn't happened yet. It came close. Well, bro, we had, uh, it we came close. It came close. years on the books. It's always it's, it's a sample. It's, it's always it's a sample. Regardless. No. No. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. White people will have an episode of cockiness. And something will happen that will trigger a mass effect, unfortunately, to our people that will force 
a black revolution. That's what I think. That's my theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel what you're like, saying, I but I want saying, a revolution like, to happen. We got it on the book. Like, I mean, you're saying it's one event. I'm talking about years. You know what I'm saying? We had slavery. We had Jim Crow. We had the black holes. We had the the uh, the segregating uh, neighborhoods. We 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 got Flint. We got all this different type of stuff. Like we got this. Yeah, but and did you know about the black? One of these situations in slavery, you you got you got the the Sambo slave. You know what I'm saying? Right now we got we got the the the, the sheriff, the, the Clark, whatever fucking name is. We we always got these people who they are always parading. <laughs> But listen to me Did you know about this stuff when we was in school? No Because they don't teach it in schools That's one of the ways to keep us From blowing up on their ass They don't teach us this type of stuff Even during Black History Month Nobody teaches about the black codes Nobody breaks it down Like after slavery Okay yeah we were slaves We got our ass whooped But after that nobody breaks down The constant science and systematics Of how the man kept his foot on our neck they just hear that shit and think it's just uh, people just saying that shit, making it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the white man got a foot on blah, 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 blah. But nobody understands that until it's too late. What I'm saying is it's going to take something. I don't know what. I don't know how. But it's it's going to take something caused by the beast to trigger a chain. Not every single black person to trigger a chain of reaction through a lot of black people at once to cause this revolution. Now, when we get mad, what I'm we saying react. is when that now, happens, this react- you're gonna start seeing LeBron pop up. You're gonna see Jordan pop up. You're gonna see Don Lemon pop up. You're gonna see the the sellout rappers pop up, and they're gonna say, "No, y'all, it's all right. It ain't that bad." And then we're gonna go back to falling in line like we always do. The people that they have in our communities that they prop up on positions are people who don't give a damn about us. But those are the people that we look to. These are always the same people that we look to, to when shit happens. When something happens, you want to go on Twitter and say, oh, I wonder what Jay-Z said about this. I wonder what LeBron said about this, Melo said about this. You know, these certain people, but these people are controlled by the money that they're receiving from our enemies. So they are not, you know, they, they, they'll come out, like Kaepernick's doing the flag thing, much respect, much respect. But what's going to happen to Kaepernick is if he get to where, you know, they, they get sick of him, they'll strip his endorsements. They'll do all this and that to him. And while they're doing this, the NFL is, what, 80 to 85% black? And they not going to say shit. The other players ain't going to say shit. They're still going to play on Sunday. The basketball players still going to play. Until you, until, you know, something like, I mean, unless, you know, this catastrophic thing that you're saying just, you know, has some type of impact on that. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. Man, listen to me. You got, you giving, I know we give a lot of celebrities, we give celebrities too much power, first of all. We do. We give them too much power. And not realizing that they people just like us. They not super geniuses. They, you know, they athletes, you know. I was an athlete. I understand, like, having money and being able to run and jump high doesn't make you an expert on social situations. First of all, we have to understand that athletes are people, too. 
They got families to take care of just like us. So we have to stop looking for them for answers. You know what I'm saying? Even though they had a platform, it's a reason why they had a platform because the white man thinks that they're not going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, they're right because they, they do control it with money. But what I'm saying is something will happen. I don't want it to happen. Something's going to happen that's going to trigger a chain reaction that's going to lead to us and that's going to make us think. Okay? We all understand, you know, white versus black, blah, 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 unfortunately, but we don't understand how deep it goes. Once people understand how deep it goes and this event, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? This is just my theory because they refuse to, because it's like now it's like, wouldn't you say that they winning? They been okay, now, obviously it ain't been enough. You know what I'm saying? They got to stay ahead of the curve. So what I think, they're going to push too hard, and they're going to push us to the point where it's like, wait a minute. You know, they're going to take, it's only so much people can take. You know what I'm saying? Bro. If it take us five, it takes us five, six hundred years. I know you're saying it's been happening. If it takes us five, I mean, six hundred years, just, hey, bro, like, so be it. I don't want it to. It's clearly safeguarded, but, bro. Like even if even if that shit happened, and and you know all our goddamn celebrities join join the uh join the fray, then you know what they got to turn to now? They're gonna have people turning to white Jesus and praying. You can't do this because you're gonna go to to imaginary hell, and people gonna stop. Like look at the shit that they fed us that we fucking. That we fucking eat up. We we can't even. We it's no. I, I don't want to get deep into the the whole religion thing and nothing like that. But they actually got us praising the white guy when these white people kicked our ass for five or six hundred years, man. And we know that this dude wasn't white. It says in the book that this guy wasn't even white. But yet we will still go to church every Sunday. And praise this white Jesus, and act like we don't know what the fuck going on. So if it's not the celebrities, if they flip and come with us, then they're gonna hit us with some Jesus shit. Oh, you can't do this, my brothers and sisters, because we had a pastor coming out, and we'll get right back in fucking line like we always do. CD Jake to come out and saying some shit. Then he'll make a movie about some shit. He'll get his money. We'll be back in line. It'll be the same shit. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's like the 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 mental the mental jail that we that we in, like it's deep, man. So for you to say something catastrophic or something major gonna happen, man, like I just don't see it, man. Like I'm I'm seeing the way these people have been operating, and and we look fucking stupid, man. We look we look dumb as hell out here. You know, fighting each other all the time. We doing everything against each other. And we still praise the people that oppress us. We still want to live in their neighborhoods. We still want to wear the clothes that they even say ain't made for us. We still want to praise their God. We still want to praise their Jesus. Everything that we do, we look up to them. Like, we don't make no fucking history. You know what I'm saying? Every time we say we make history, it's something that they done did 150 fucking times. We do it one time, and we act like it's something brand new. Until we get out of that type of... Type of, it, it, we got to get out of that. Mindset. 
then you know I don't, I don't see no hope. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound, you know, just, just you know, kill the mood and nothing like that, man. But we mentally, we have to get on a whole nother level before we start talking about, you know, a revolution because we're not even close. Like I said, it's gonna be later than sooner. But do I think that it can happen? Yes. Like I got faith in our people's resilience. Like I know what you're saying. Like I know it go deep. I agree with everything you just said. It's not close. But do that mean it's not gonna happen? No. It's not. That don't. Uh, that's not the case. What I'm saying is, you can only push black people so much before they break down. We are the strongest people in well, we can take so much. We don't even know how much we can take. We don't. They don't either. That's why they keep stacking this shit on and fucking with us and kicking us and, and brainwashing us until one day it's going to be a limit. Only God knows this. I'm speaking theoretically because I still have faith in my people. You know what I'm saying? Like History, repeats, it. history repeats itself. And history has proven that we ran this world. We were the first men. We were the first women. We ran this world. If history repeats itself, then we will once again run this world. Without, we still will, you know, continue to thrive and build build dynasties just like we used to. That's what I'm talking about. Now, do it sound far fetched? Yes, but let me ask you this: If we wasn't brainwashed, would that sound far fetched? Like that don't sound far fetched. Like, oh, you crazy, you crazy. Like, no, how the hell am I crazy for believing in my people based on what my ancestors have did? If our ancestors could do it and it's in our blood, then we can do it. That's what I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sell us short because it's a lot of us, a, a few of us that refuse to, to think like that because of they're living comfortable by European standards. That's what you're saying. And we get in power because we see successes. European standards, not realizing that we wrote the book on success. You know what I'm saying? We individually were richer than all these white folks put together. We were living better than all these people. We told them how to build castles. We told them how to build. They weren't living in no goddamn big houses and shit. That's us. That's in our blood. They weren't wearing jewelry. That's us, man. Everything that they got, they stole from us, man. And we talking about I mean, by their standards. Well, I'm saying it. That's what I'm saying. Well, listen to me. Hold on. Listen to me. Ultimately, what I'm saying telling is telling to people who believe genuinely, genuinely that they're gonna go in this fire pit when they die to to rebel. Like people won't won't cause harm just just for that simple fact. They got you when you're living. You're living up to their standards, and then they got you when whenever you think your last day on this earth is. If you don't do what they say. Then you gon' you gonna burn in hell. So that's what I'm saying. Like even when the shit get chaotic or something something that needs to needs to go like that, bro, until you can break that religious chain, that shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah, maybe it can be broken. I hope I hope. I don't wanna sound so negative. I hope what you're talking about can happen. But just I mean in reality, man. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I can see it happening for certain amount, certain people here and there. Maybe me. Maybe you. Maybe said. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you know different brothers throughout the world. But I'm talking about as a majority. That's what I'm talking about. I don't mean to say everybody. I'm just saying as a majority 
I, I, I think that's I think that's rough. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work we got to do mentally, not even physically. And it's a lot of humps that we got to hurdle mentally. And it starts with knowing our history. We have to know our history. That's saying which takes me back to earlier in the show. You know, whether it's music, whether it's sports, social conscious, you have to know your history. You have, you got to know where you came from. And if once people understand where they came from, going back won't be a thing. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, you know, it's, it, it'll take a lot of work and a lot of structure. I pray to the God of my ancestors that we one day can wake up and take this world back as we should, as we once did. You know what I'm saying? When I say take the world back, I don't mean make white people our slaves. I don't mean act like them. I mean be kings and queens and be smart people like I know we are. That's what I mean. See, they so scared to give us the world back, they think we go treat them like they treat us. No. That's not how we are. But anyway, on that note, man, we're going to have to close the show. We out of time, man. It's your boy D-U-B with the homie Cobb, True Colors Podcast. Shout out to Steady J chiming in. Dust, catch him throughout the week. You know, Dust Spot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Follow the show on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Uh, we got the Twitter coming back soon. You know, Cobb had to take a Twitter break. But uh, what you got, Cobb? Oh, that's really it, man. I want to let everybody know, man. We do this for y'all. We want to keep dropping knowledge, and we hope y'all liking the show, man. Yeah, man, we got this piece. Peace out. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.